0: Welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast, a show all about helping you as a retailer, brand or creative understand the actual business side of running your business. I offer straightforward practical advice about the nitty-gritty of making money from your creative passion. We will be covering bite-sized business and marketing lessons, as well as interviews with experts and trailblazers in the fashion, homewares and design industries. My name is Melissa Robbins. I'm a business coach, color-loving, non-coffee-drinking Melbourneian. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast. My name is Melissa Robbins, I'm your host and I'm a business coach. I'm based in Melbourne, Australia and I work with lots of different brands and retail stores and retailers, whether it's in your direct-to-consumer sales or whether it's in your wholesale sales, all about helping you run your business, manage your business, find things in your business that you love really help you figure out what your version of success is and you know whether you're a startup business or thinking about a business and or whether you've been going for 20 years I work with all sorts of clients and also in all sorts of areas but mainly in that that you know creative fashion lifestyle beauty art in those industries because that's where my background is and that's where my experience is as well. So let's get into it today. I am. This is season's first episode of season three. I am so excited to have you know done a number of episodes already now and really figuring out what you love about the podcast and what sort of things resonate with you by seeing you know what you're listening to what you're downloading what I get the most response and feedback from so it's really great to to get that and if I could just ask a little favor as well if you if you love the episodes or if you love the podcast if you could please do a little review on apple podcast just to let me know and let others know and help others find this bit podcast as well so that they can be to pick up some tips and tricks to help them in their business as well. So what I'm going to talk about today is barriers. Barriers that people put up to sales. So These are some things that I see that I notice that I think, oh, what do you? why haven't you done that? Or, you know, why haven't you put that on your website? Or why is that on your Instagram? Why have you done it that way? So for me, it's just about, you know, things I've experienced as barriers to buying and what stopped me from buying at certain stages. It's just to help you to see if you're doing any of these things, you can make some, you know, quick edits or changes to your website or your social media or the way that you do things to help you get those more sales through the door, you know, remove those barriers. So people can actually process and have that beautiful customer journey with you, from finding out about you to the end um, result when they actually get their product, get your product and get to experience it for themselves. All right, so let's get started. The first thing I see is people make it hard to find you. So um, I, you know, I found through the rabbit hole Instagram the other day. It was a you know store in Geelong, which I was like, oh, you know, great. And they had opening hours, and you know, it told me that they had a physical store. But I didn't know where it was. They had no address on the Instagram bio. I went to their website. They had no address on their actual website. I'm like, where's the actual store? So how am I actually going to come in and have a look if I want to? Or, you know, how am I actually going to buy from you? So one thing there is make sure you put your, if you're a physical retail store, make sure you put your actual address in your Instagram bio. Make sure that it is in your Facebook, you know, profile information. And also make sure that you have it on your website. And don't just put it, you know, tiny little font down the bottom of your footer. Make sure you have a full section that shows me where you're located. So a photo of your store, um, a click through to direction, you know, your address, so it's clickable through Google um, Google addresses and you can get directions to your store. Make sure you actually show me if you have a physical store. Give the information. Assume people know nothing about you. Assume that they have never found you or never heard about you. What are they going to, you know, want to know when they come across you? If you have a physical store, you want to know where you are, what your phone number is, your hours if you haven't already put them up and also a contact email or something like that too so people can get in touch with you so this means that not only will people be able to visit you it also means that people will have um, it it adds to the trust factor when they're buying from you because they can see that you're actual you're an actual business you're not some random website you know that they've never heard of or can't get in contact again when they need to my son all the time comes up to me and says to me mum you know look at this shirt I want to get this this basketball jersey or whatever it might be and I say to him well where's the store located what Is that Australian dollars, US dollars? Um, What's the return policy? Where is it shipping from? All this information that if I don't know, I'm not going to buy from this particular store because it could be anywhere. This is especially if you've got a .dot com website, um, which is fine; it's great means you're in a you know global market, people can buy from you anywhere. But if you are .dot com, but you're an Australian brand, make sure you have that you are where you're located because often I will go to a website and I won't know if that if the currency is in Australian or US dollars, and I'm not quite sure if I'm going to make a purchase if I don't actually know what price point I'm looking at there. So if you do have a .com, make sure that you put that, you know, you've got, you're in Australia where you're located. So then I'll assume it's Australian dollars. Otherwise I'll assume that you might be based in the US. And so therefore I don't know what I'm actually spending. All right. So we've touched on finding you, um, you know, ads to trust. It actually means people can find, can actually go and visit your store. If they're sort of, you know, thought about that, they might be in a suburb or town and they're like, oh, there's a cool store I remember I was going to go and visit. But if they can't find it easily, it's a barrier for them to actually buy. They won't actually make that effort to come and see you or they can't actually find you. Then that makes it really hard for them to actually, you know, actually be a part of your your whole um, experience. I mentioned before, assume people know nothing about you. So, when I land on your website or when I land on your Instagram, make sure that your bio tells me what you actually do or what you actually sell. So, when you on your website, the first thing that should be somewhere on your above the fold of your website, so somewhere up the top, ideally, will tell me what you sell. Now, sometimes this can just be a matter of having that information in your navigation. So it might not be that you put that you're a homeware store in, um, you know, Geelong, but it might actually say your menu might showcase that you've got fashion, you've got homewares, you've got beauty, you've got um, footwear, whatever it might be. It might be in your navigation, but tell me what you sell somewhere, whether it's on your Instagram, whether it's on your Facebook profile, whether it is on your actual website. When I land on there, if you've just got something that says shop and then you've got, you know, one photo, I don't really know what you sell if I've never heard of you. So you assume people know nothing about you. And if they find you, then it will tell you, tell them what you actually sell. All right, payments. This is one I saw the other day as well. So, you know, I'm looking at a pre-loved vintage store, which was great. But then the only way to buy it was to DM to, you know, find out if it was still available. And then actually they would send me an invoice and then they would have to pay through, I don't know, direct transfer or or, um, card over the phone. It's just a barrier. It's just like, oh, it's too hard. I just want to be able to click on something and buy it. People are time poor. They don't have attention spans like they used to. There's so much information out there. They've got so much choice. Make it easy for them. Make it easy so they can either click through from your social media and go to your website and catalogue and find it. So connect your Instagram and social media. and. Um, website which I'm about to do for someone today and make sure that they you know you've got payment options available too so have things in there like you know more than one payment so whether it's you don't have to have 25 but you you ideally would have at least have credit card you would at least have a um, paypal and you maybe have a split payment system so something like afterpay or zip pay or open pay or things like that so having a number of options so that people can easily again make a decision, find your product, make a decision, buy it, and then they. it's easy and simple and fast. Don't make it hard for people. Don't put up barriers that don't need to be there. All right. I touched on again, website navigation, but I'm just going to go into that a little bit further in terms of if I found you on, as people find things through the rabbit hole of Instagram, you click through, you click through, you click through. If I've come across something, I'm like, oh, you know, I love this outfit that I've just seen someone wearing I go then to your Instagram oh sorry into your bio and it might have your your website I'll go to your website and then I actually want to um find it I I can't find it anywhere there's no um but they might not have a search bar they might not have a you know new arrivals or a bestsellers um uh, navigation item they may not have broken down their menu into categories so it's really hard for me to find a particular style Ideally, if you've got a category as big as, say, clothing, you would break that down quite a bit in terms of, say, tops and bottoms and denim. And um, if you've got dresses, obviously, you would have that as one of your main categories. Dresses might even be broken down again further into, you know, short or mini or maxi or whatever the sort of styles that you sell or dresses with sleeves. Have a little think about what your bestsellers are or what items are people often wanting from you and make sure that those items are easily found on your menus and that they can people can find them and navigate through your website choices easily again people will just leave if they can't find something they don't have time to sort of search and they might not know the name of something so they might not actually be able to find it if they've seen it on your social media or on someone else's page or something as well All right. I touched on before currency, but make sure that you have your currency obvious if you are a .com website. Um, Make sure you've got your location somewhere so people know what your currency is and if you do sell to lots of different markets make sure that you have a currency converter option on your website lots of people will have that if they sell to lots a global market um the you know the, the website will automatically click over to their currency whatever the ip address of the computer is so therefore they can buy in their native currency which makes again it removes that barrier so people know exactly what they're up for Make sure you include on your website your shipping address, sorry, your shipping information. I should be able to find that out instantly when I land on your website without having to search for it or without having to scroll for it. So it should be either on your top announcement bar or somewhere in your main um, above the fold image that tells me how much your shipping is or what your free shipping threshold is. If you've got a free shipping threshold, make sure also that you have something like an like an app that will tell me, you know, spend um, twenty dollars more and you'll get free shipping or something like that. So there's options out there available, and I'll link in the bio because I can't actually think of the one. Sorry, I'll link in the show notes the one that I'm thinking of, but that's you know an option available so people can then see, oh, if I spend another ten dollars, I'll get free shipping. I might as well just add in another you know pair of earrings or whatever it might be. So have your shipping obvious and. Um, clear when people find out about you land on your website, they shouldn't have to search for it. And the same thing with your returns policy. have that be um, easy to find. That one might not be on your home page, but it might actually be just somewhere on the on the bottom of the page or it might be on each product um, down the bottom of that or it might be a separate page where you can find out about it but have something that tells me you know what your returns policy is so whether I know I'm going to trust making that decision to purchase or not. Another one as well is sizes. So if you're getting, you've got, you know, different brands and you might not have a size guide for every single brand, but put something in your product description to help people make the decision of whether to buy something or not. So what did I see the other day? Oh, okay, something like Cotton On have things like, um, you know, they'll have this size. What is it true to size or not? And most people would have answered it. it Will be like runs small or runs large. You can have that in your product description. It doesn't actually have to be a you know a special thing on your on your website, but just to help people again remove that barrier and it also stops people from buying multiple sizes because they know what size they're going to get in the first place if they've got some sort of reference of what the model's wearing or what dimensions a size 10 is and what dimensions a size 12 is and so on. So have that information to really help people make that decision on whether to buy or not without having to ask more information. If you've got something that comes up in frequently asked questions all the time as well, make sure, as in, you know, people are always emailing you about it or they're always sending your message on Instagram or Facebook about it. Have a frequently asked questions on your website and also have some automation set up so that if people ask that question on Instagram or Facebook, then they get that, you know, link to your FAQs quickly and easily without having, you having to do anything or you having to wait to actually reply to them. So that would really help as well for those people who get the same questions again and again and again. All right, so that's sort of a retail mix, Um, you know, what sort of barriers I see for people to actually buy and stop them from buying things. So it's all about, you know, giving that information, be very clear on your information, helping people find you, helping people understand what currency, what dollars you're in, people be able to trust you if they know where you're located and they know where they can get in contact with you if they need to, giving people the shipping and, and, you know, returns policy and really helping people navigate and find things when they need to. I'm just going to touch on here as well or barriers I see with wholesale too because this is something that I see quite often and I just wanted to touch on this because it's not quite you know that long that I just sort of want to touch on it now as well. So barriers when people are approaching stores for wholesale what they often are you know are they don't put um, in your first email that you send to people you don't put your recommended retail price they've got no idea what whether the price point is right for their their store or not you don't include prices on your order form or on your in your catalogue. So it makes it hard for people to actually go back and forward trying to find the prices of what your items are or what your margin is. Um, you don't tell them what your minimum order is or how how they have to pay, or you don't tell them, you know, when the how long the order takes to get there. So giving all this information upfront in wholesale is crucial so that people can make a decision about whether to buy your product or not, or whether they should contact you or not, and actually, you know, go take that next step to place an order. So really important when you're you know working with wholesale that you remove those barriers for people to actually buy you make it easy you tell them how to order you tell them you know what your terms are for ordering you give them an idea of who your target market is and what your price points are so then they as a store buyer can make a decision about whether your product is right for them or not that's for wholesale that's especially important in that first email that you send to people so if you want help more help with your wholesale sales and how to increase your wholesale sales I have a webinar coming up in the next um, week or so so make sure you register with the link in the bio which is all about the essentials to wholesale and all about the um, trade show tips as well so for really helping you this time of year really making sure you get your wholesale right um, register for the link in the bio and then if you want to find out about you know ways to increase your sales for retail as well. I have a webinar as well which is all on my website so if you go to my website um, thelotco.com.au you can find out where those register for those classes and find out in about more information about how do you how for you to increase your sales and how do you work on your business and market your business as well that information is available on the website so make sure that you head there um, register for the whether it's for the wholesale webinar or whether it's for the retail you know how to increase your sales and I look forward to working with you further so um, let me know what you thought of the episode and I will speak to you again soon thank you Thank you so much for listening to the Lotco Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes as they are released. And I'd be so, so grateful for a review on Apple Podcast. If you would like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, please jump onto my website at thelotco.com.au forward slash podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you again soon.